What's up, my friend? Welcome to Breathing Fire, the official podcast of Beast Life Brand, a new breed of powerful believers repping the Lion of Judah. Christ lived the original Beast Life, and now it's our turn. We must warn you, though, it's not for the weak. It's for the hardcore. Hardcore. Our MO is to equip people of faith and kingdom entrepreneurs to live powerful and represent. God did not create you to live small. He gave you raw talents to develop and use. It's time to find more purpose, live with passion, and lead with impact. Your host is Fired Up Phil. We despise religion and lukewarm living. We're fired up and building our kingdom. Please connect with us across social media at Beast Life Brand. And now, get ready to have some fun and break some chains with this episode of Breathing Fire. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Breathing Fire, the podcast of Beast Life Brand. I am Fired Up Phil, and I am your host. I do have a badass message for you today. At least um, I'm pretty confident that it is, and I hope you enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that this um, episode here makes a difference in your life. I'm excited to get into it. But first, I want to apologize for not posting in a little while, for not um, putting up some episodes. Had some stuff that had happened. I was away um, in an event. I ended up getting COVID and stuff like that. I'm not here to make excuses, but I just wanted to apologize, let you know that we have some really exciting things coming up for 2022. We're going to be a lot more consistent in our posting. We have some exciting messages and things like that that we're going to be doing, bringing guests on and all kinds of cool stuff to level up the podcast, Breathing Fire, and to be able to allow it to um, obviously make a bigger impact and a bigger difference in your lives. And so we're excited for what we have coming. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for, um, you know, being a subscriber, tuning in, and, um, you know, hopefully sharing the podcast. We greatly appreciate that. We're obviously, um, you know, doing uh, what we can do to share the love of God and reach people and be able to make an impact in a, in a positive manner on uh, everybody who's listening. So thank you so much for your support. So now let's get into um, this meeting uh, or this message, I should say, that I have today. This is something that I am excited about for you um, because it's something that I think uh, we all need a reminder of including myself. So I'm just going to spit it out. It's going to be um, pretty impactful in my opinion. And I think that um, once you understand, you're going to say, okay, this is cool. Maybe I should take a minute of my um, you know, day to kind of clarify um, you know, what it is that, uh, you know, who I am. And that's what we're going to get into here. So obviously, all of us, if you're a believer, if, if you're a believer, you know that Jesus is hopefully your best friend. He's my best friend. Hopefully, he's also the one that you come to for uh, wisdom and for advice and stuff um, and to learn from. And so 
is if you're not, I'll just, uh, I won't skip that. If you're not a believer, if you're of the faith and you're just tuning in, well, hopefully this message can help you out um, and give you some wisdom and give you some clarity and things on um, who Jesus was and how he taught. So with that, I will get into it. So Jesus knew who he was, right? And if that's the case, uh, so should we, right? If he knew who he was, so should we. And he didn't have an identity crisis, but I feel like there's a lot of us that do have an identity crisis. I know that I've had identity crises uh, in multiple you know, periods or seasons of my life. So Jesus didn't have that problem. He knew he was. He was the great I am, he said. And there are actually seven I am statements uh, that come from the Bible that Jesus uh, said who he was. Let's go over them for a minute, and then I'm going to get into um, how important it is for us to understand, you know, who we are and to properly identify that, uh, because that makes and plays a huge impact in whether or not we're going to have the ability to live powerful, have success, reach the potential to be the king and queen that God created us to be and fulfill the purpose as the champion that um, we're also called to live as. So Jesus said, Seven I am statements. One of them, the first one we'll start, he said um, in John that I am the bread of life. And bread um, is like, especially back then, it was a necessity to live. Like it's food. You need food to live. So Jesus believed that he was a necessity to life, okay? That, that he was a necessity to life. So that's what Jesus believed. And he knew his identity, his statement right there was, I am the bread of life. Jesus also made the statement, I am the light of the world, okay? And a light is a guide. It allows you to see. It gives you vision. It gives you clarity. So Jesus also believed that he provided clarity and that he was the light. He was the guide. He gave us insight and sight, okay? The other statement he made, he said, I am the door. I am the door, so Jesus, what is a door? A door allows you to enter, right? It allows you to enter into something. So Jesus believed that he was the, the way to enter into heaven. He was the way to enter into the things of God. He also said, I am the resurrection and the life. Okay. Now, so what does that mean? Well, that means that, you know, Obviously, for us as believers, that death is not the final place for those in Christ. We don't believe. We're not scared to die as believers. If Jesus is the resurrection and the life, and there's plenty of other scriptures that talk about, you know, dying and stuff, but we're not scared of death. Death is, is just a graduation. It's like a comma. It's like, that's not the final spot. That's not the final resting place for us. It's we're moving on. We're graduating to bigger and better things. Okay. And when you look at life that way and you have that belief, it's so empowering because like you're not sitting there getting all scared. And of course, the unknown. And of course, you know, there's things with um, obviously, you know, dying that are, that are nerve, it makes people nervous and are scary. But if you really have that connection and you really have that belief, well, then you understand that, you know, it, you should celebrate your life. Um, and that when you do come to that point where, you know, it's time to graduate, it's time to move on, um, then that's an exciting, it's an exciting, of course, albeit on, you know, a little bit unknown, and a little bit nervous because we don't know exactly what is going on. But it's an exciting time because when we believe, we know that we have more that we're going to be, you know, heading into at that point. So 
Jesus believed that he was the resurrection and the life, and that death is not the final resting place, okay? He also believed and stated that he, he said, I am the good shepherd, caring and watching over, you know, those, that's what a shepherd does. It's somebody who cares and looks over the sheep and stuff. So he believed that he was the guy, just the um, person, the shepherd that's going to look over, watch God, take care of all those who are in him. He also believed that, and he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he believed, Jesus believed he was the source and the path and the truth to the knowledge of God. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Um, so he believed in who he was and that no one can come to understand. No one come to the Father except him. No one had the ability to you know, go where they were seeking um, that Christ was that way to get there. And then he also believed that and stated, I am the true vine. And a vine is like, it's, it's something that connects, right? So he believed that he was the connection to God, that he was the connection between God and man. Um, and so those are the seven I am statements that Christ made that are um, documented in the Bible. And so with that, I just want to talk to you today here, because I... Um, when I study Christ and I study Jesus, he was extremely confident in who he was, more so because he knew who he was. Okay. Did you get that? Like he knew who he was. He believed whether or not you do, um, obviously as believers we do, but wherever you are in your spiritual walk and your spiritual faith, let's just take this for what it is for a minute when it comes to your identity and understanding who you are. Because there's a big lesson to understand and learn here, regardless of what your faith or your belief might be. So in, in, in just the fact that Jesus was so confident and believed who he was and knew who he was, he knew his identity and what he stood for. Look at all that he accomplished, okay? He accomplished everything because he totally believed and was passionate about who he was, okay? So I have a question for you today, right? So if that's the case and Jesus knew who he was, he didn't have the identity crisis, right? Like I said before, do, I wanna ask yourself a question right now. Who, am, who are you? Who am I, right? Ask that question. Do I have an identity crisis? Do I really know like who I am? Do I know what my purpose is? We teach something in Beast Life. It's called the pit, okay? Your purpose, your identity, and your talents. Those are the three things that are extremely important to understand. First, identifying your talents. What is it that you're good at, that you're naturally good at, better than other people? And everybody has talents. Many people don't believe they do. Many people are discouraged. They lack significance. They lack the, the fact that they feel worth anything because they don't feel like they're talented. But I'm here to promise you, well, according to the Bible and um, according to my experience, that every single one of us has talents inside. So that's what the T stands for in the pit. You got to find your talents. You have to identify them. You have to uncover them. And the promise is that you have them inside. But sometimes they're just not as easy to find as they are for other people. Like if you said, hey, what is Michael Jordan or LeBron James or, you know, what are, what, what are their talents, right? Well, that was easy for them to find out. They picked up a basketball one day. They started playing with their friends and they said, shit, 
we're way better than than naturally than all the rest of these people that we're playing with, right? Like we're naturally good at this game. Then they went to high school or, and they went in and they got in, uh, you know, obviously the high school, you know, team. And they were like, yo, we're bad. We're, we're good. You know, we're better than most of these people. And then they went to college, right? Then they get into the NBA. That's an easy, you know, path for somebody um, to a large degree. Uh, you know, it's easy to know, like when you when you have that type of a of a talent, when it becomes like an athletic ability, or maybe you can sing, right? You just you pick up a mic one day, and you're like, oh, let me try singing. Or you're singing in a car, or your friends by, and you're like, wow, you know, they're like, you got a really good voice, right? So, and then you you sing on a mic, you do some karaoke or whatever, and you're like, you know what? I do have a I do have a pretty good voice. Let me let me try to um, roll with this and see where you know this talent can take me. Um, so those are those are talents that are eat more easily um, you know, uh, identifiable. Okay. Now there are other talents, lots of other talents, a whole bunch of other talents that are not as recognizable, especially if you don't know what you're looking for. I'll give you a quick example. Um, when I was a kid, I used to get made fun of a lot and I used to get made fun of a lot because I used to have this like crazy zoning stare. I would actually have my mouth open. I don't know. I might've even been drooling or something. Right. But I would just, I would be in the middle of class and I would just be like staring like in a zone, like I said, with my mouth open, possibly even drooling. And my teacher would be like, yo, Phil, yo, Phil. And they would have to like almost like yell to get my attention. And I'd be like, oh my God, right? I would, I would come back to like reality from like this to like, oh my God. So I didn't, I, at first... It took me a long time to realize that that was actually a clue into my talent, into what I was good at. And so what happened was my friends used to make fun of me. It used to happen to me all the time on the bus when we were just chilling, like whatever. And then later on in life, God showed me and I realized that that was because I was just a deeper thinker. I just, you know, oh, and, and I still do it to this day, but I'm more, I'm more aware. So I don't look as dumb. <laughs> I don't sit there with my mouth or whatever, but I still go into deep thought all the time. Um, and God revealed to me that that was one of my gifts, one of my talents. Like you're a deeper thinker. You have the gift of discernment. You, you are somebody who doesn't, isn't satisfied with just, you know, uh, knowing something you want to go deeper understand why you want to understand you know the reasoning behind things and so that became something that was um you know given to me as a talent that i was able to recognize and it's not something that necessarily is easy for someone so my point of the story is that there are things right now inside you great things that god gifted you with that you are talented at meaning that you naturally can do that better than other people and it's your job to find them. It is your responsibility to find that. Okay, it's not anybody else's responsibility. It is your responsibility because God gave you that talent. And it is up to us to uncover that talent and then obviously utilize it to serve others. And we do that. We glorify God in the process. We need to use our talents, right? Imagine Jordan never played basketball. Like, come on. That would be uh, that would be so... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? That would be so, you know, uh, that would be so sorrowful. Like, why would you not utilize your gift, right? It would be, it would be disastrous. It would be disgraced that that was never discovered. And you have uh, something inside of you that you need to discover. 
um, if you think that you don't have any talent. So that's the T, right? Then we have the identity. This is what we're talking about today. And this is where you figure out who you are. And your identity, you know, typically is going to, to stem off of your talents. It's going to stem off of what are those things that you're good at. You can find identity easier when you understand your talents. But there's also other things to identity, like your like your morals and your values and stuff. See, um, you know, there's like, it's like, there's a, there's a statement or a quote or whatever. People who stand for nothing will fall for anything. And I love that because that's so true. And it's like eye-opening and it, and it allows us to realize like we need to stand for things because if we don't, then we're going to fall for anything. People mess up when they don't know who they are. And that's the truth. A person who cheats on their spouse, right? They don't have their identity in place. A person who quits at something that they really want. Maybe you were, you were trying to you know, get in shape, get fit, lose weight, or maybe you were trying to build a business or, or whatever, right? And you quit. Quitting is an identity, okay? Because you, you, didn't, you didn't have your identity of being a non-quitter, which we're going to get into. A person who always gets angry, maybe you always lose your temper or whatever, right? No identity. No, you need, you need to create the identity of who you are. You need to set your standards, right? Maybe you're, you, use, you overuse drugs or alcohol or something, right? It's an identity. It's the way you see yourself. It's who you believe you are, okay? Look after, look up to what Jesus was doing. He believed in who he was and he knew who he was. He knew what he stood for. He knew what his values were. He knew what his morals were. He knew who he was. He knew um, who he was of. And um, he didn't have an identity crisis, okay? Knowing your identity, knowing who you are is a huge, huge, huge factor in preventing or curing some of the issues or problems that you might be struggling with, right? If we go back to the example, like let's just say a per, like somebody who's, who you know, ends up cheating or something like that, right? If you, if you know and you have and you create your identity and you create values inside you and you know that you are loyal, well, then you're going to be way less inclined to do that. You know what I'm saying? If you know that you're not a quitter, if you if you claim your identity as being somebody who's relentless and, and perseveres, well, then you're not going to quit because that's who you are, okay? A person who always gets angry, you know? So maybe your identity, you need to say, hey, I, am, I have patience. You know, I am, I'm slowing down. I'm a patient person. Okay, so that becomes your identity. And then when you go against your identity, you start to get checked. Your spirit starts to check you. You start to say, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. this isn't you. This isn't you. Right. If you're if you if you're in uh, if you've abused, let's just say drugs or anything like that, you know, your your identity is I'm sober. Okay. if you're not if you're not doing that. And that's one of one of the issues I'll just say, I'm calling an issue. But one of the things that I've uh, heard and have been aware of in some of those programs, like the 12 steps and stuff like that, they teach people to constantly say that they're an addict. I disagree with that. I'm just going to go out there and say it. I disagree with that. That's not a good identity. I don't want my identity to be I'm an addict. If I had a problem and I went through some now. I understand that that is a weakness for me that I can never touch again or that I don't ever want to be able to do, but I don't need to claim that I'm an addict. Okay. What I need to claim is that I'm sober and I am never, ever touching 
alcohol or drugs again, if that's the case, right? Your identity needs to be who you are. I don't want to, I don't want to surround my identity with a ton of like issues that I had. I want it, I want it to be an identity that the way that God sees me, God doesn't see me as an addict. He sees me as a sober, powerful king or queen, right? That's how God sees me. So that's the way that I want my identity to be. So when it comes to understanding that, your your identity you want to create, you want to program your mind with who you are. That's what Jesus was doing. And so it's it's like when you're when you're creating your identity, and I want you to understand something when it comes to programming and, and understanding why your identity is actually really important, understanding who you are, and then and reminding yourself who you are, right? It's extremely important because your mind is like it just it, it just receives programming, right? So if you're sitting there and you're doing all kinds of different things, whatever it is that you do throughout the day, whatever it is that you put and program into your mind, that's what you're programming yourself with. Now, if you program yourself with and you understand who you are and you create um, your identity and you write it out and you have like identity statements like, like Jesus did and you know who you are and you recite that and you program your mind and your spirit with those statements, well, then you're going to start to your life's going to start to change. You're going to start to live up to the identity and stuff now that you see yourself. You're going to start to see yourself more like the way that God sees you because God doesn't see you as a loser. He doesn't see you as a quitter. He doesn't see you as a cheater, as an addict, or as any as, as any other you know failure type of uh, attributes. He sees you as a champion, as a king and a queen. And it's about time that we all know who we are in him and that we start acting like it by understanding our identity, okay? So you, you, you uncover your talents, you create your identity, and you understand your identity, and guess what that does for you? And hold on, but let me, before I get to the P in PIP, let me just give you something that might help you when it comes to creating your identity and being able to you know, create some of those statements or even making an identity statement. Um, so what you can do uh, is make a list of your strengths and make a list of things that you want to work on. Okay. Um, that will help you because your strengths, now you know, you know these things that you're good at, you're identifying your talents, like I said before. What am I good at? So you, you can start to incorporate those into your identity, you know. Um, so when you when you realize, say, hey, I am, you know, uh, like I'll use my example. I am a, you know, deeper thinker. I am, I am, I am a discerner, right, of truth and a discerner. Um, so you can start to incorporate those things into your identity, and it will push you to keep, you know, doing those things. When you make the list of the things that you're you might be struggling with or you might feel that you're weaker on, it's going to help you, you know, uh, take the opposite of that. And now you're going to start programming yourself to overcome those, those things. Like we talked about before, all those, those, you know, the, somebody who shapes or quits or, you know, a person who gets angry, like you're going to start doing the opposite. Like I said, so when you make a list of those weaknesses, it helps you to take the reverse. And now you start to speak that over your life. Okay. And that becomes your identity and your life will start to change. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now let's get to the P. 
So the P stands for purpose in, in the pit. You got to go through the pit, right? You got to uncover your talents. You got you to gotta create your identity. And what you're going to have to do now is find purpose, right? So you got to take all that and you got to put it together and you got to find purpose. Now, you got to find what it is that you feel gives you significance, what it is that you were called to do, the things that God put you on this earth to do, the things that your talents, right, can serve. So like if, if in the example for if Michael Jordan or, or LeBron James said, forget basketball, I don't want to play basketball. Uh, we're going to go and, um, you know, be, uh, I don't know, something, something way off top, be uh, dancers or, or whatever. Like, I don't know. Maybe they want to be singers, like I said, too, right? They don't have the talent to sing. Their voice, they, their voice sucks. They can't sing, right? But they wanted to sing. They didn't, they didn't want to play basketball. They just said, hey, let's just go try singing. Let's just go try this. Like, no, that would be horrible. That would be disgraceful. Their talents are, you know, what it is that gives them purpose. And the good news is that God created us and wired us so that the talents that he gifted us with is also what brings us fulfillment and what brings us significance and what helps us have happiness and joy. So if you ever, if you ever, if you actually, I'll use the example of athletes. So a lot of athletes, when they retire, go through a really tough time. Some get really depressed, get on drugs, meds. Some commit suicide because they are so happy utilizing their talents and, and having, you know, that the competition, just everything that's involved in the sports and being able to use the talents and the gifts that God gave them, that when that gets taken away from them, they go into a depression. Okay. And that's something that, you know, they need to be helped through and stuff. But the point I'm trying to make here is that when you uncover your talents, okay, and you start to use them, then it's going to make you happy. It's going to make you feel good, significant. It's going to give you joy. You know, if you're a music artist, you know, and you, you love creating music, you love the creative process, you love the final product, building that, that song, right? That gives you so much joy. It gives you so much fulfillment. Okay. You, you, you love and you enjoy doing it because you're talented at it. Okay. Now you go give that to somebody else who sucks at making music, who couldn't, you know, you know, feel a beat for the life for them, who can't sing for shit, who like, you know, you go tell them they got to go make a song. They're not going to be as, they're not going to be nearly as happy or fulfilled. Actually, they're probably going to hate it. They're probably going to hate it. Go throw someone on a basketball court or a football field who is unathletic. They might try their ass off, but if they can't, if they're at, if they're not athletic, they're not going to be happy out there, right? They're not going to be happy out there. So the point is, when we find our talents, right, and we uncover them, that, and then we create our identity and we start shaping who we are and our morals and our values. That ties into our purpose. Okay. So when you go through the pit, you uncover your talents, you create your identity, you find out who you are. And, it, and you create and it starts to give you and uncover your purpose in life. And that, in my opinion, you know, is so, so important. It's what life is about. Um, there's lots of things that I do. I leave, I, you know, I leave money on the table to be able to utilize my talents and to be able to do the things that I feel um, is my purpose. And I've, and I've created my identity. And, and that to me is okay. Because it brings me more fulfillment, it brings me, you know, um, joy, it brings me happiness. Now, I'm not saying that I, we don't make any money doing obviously things, of course, but I'm okay with leaving money on the table 
in order to fulfill um, the utilization of my talent and to be able to do the things that I believe that God is calling and leading me to do. And so with that, I just encourage and implore you today to find your talents, okay? Find your talents, uncover your talents, and um, and then start to, and, and if you if you don't, let's just stick with identity because that's actually what the message was today. But I encourage you to, to work on your talents, uncovering them. Um, you know, you can do that in the process, but there's nothing stopping you today. There's nothing stopping you right now from creating your identity. You can always create your identity. Um, and that starts with understanding who you are. And if you're a believer, understanding in who you are, right? And and you can start to shape your morals, your values. Take a look at yourself and say, hey, what is it? Like I said, your strengths and your weaknesses. What is it that I want to change about myself? What do I think sucks about myself? Am I am I lazy? Am I a lazy ass? Like, what do I need to change about myself? So moving forward, I can kick more ass, right? If I'm lazy, and you know that you have a habit of being lazy, of waking up late, of not you know putting putting in the effort and the energy and everything that it takes to be successful and do some of the things that you want to do. Well, you need to change that, and you need to you need to create that new identity and and overcome that. So you're not lazy, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to say, "I'm relentless. I am you know a champion." You're gonna you're gonna create these things to program your mind and shape your identity to overcome you know, those weaknesses. So you can start making a change in your life. And if that sounds stupid to you, then keep living like a loser. I, you know, but the truth is, the truth is that if you do this and you understand how important uncovering your identity is and understanding all of that, because it keeps you grounded, it keeps you focused and it keeps you moving forward towards who you are. Right. And then once you bring your purpose into it and you tie that into it, now you're a ball of fire moving forward passionately, with purpose and you know your identity. So today I'm going to sign off right there. I'm just going to leave you with that thought. I'm going to leave you with the fact that, you know, it's time to take a a self-evaluation quick and figure out if you really have your identity pinpointed um, or if you need to do some work and just create some, you know, affirmations about your identity, some identity statements like Christ and work on um, overcoming some of your weaknesses and, and, and basically enhancing your strengths so that you can go have a awesome, you know, fire-filled, kick-ass, you know, future and year. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you found some value in this. If you did, please do me a favor and share the podcast. Tell somebody about it. That would be awesome. Like I said, we, are, um, we have some exciting things planned. We are looking forward to what we have coming up. And um, I look forward to sharing more with you and getting to know you better, networking more. And um, I hope you guys have a rest of your day. I hope that it is fantastic. And I'm going to sign off and uh, I'm just going to say on that note, peace out. God bless uh, from Breathing Fire and uh, Beast Life Brand. Take care. All right, Lions Tribe. That wraps up another episode of Breathing Fire. We truly hope you enjoyed it. If so, it would mean the world to us if you'd help us kingdom build by leaving us a great review on the platform you're listening on. Subscribe or follow the podcast and share it with friends. Thank you so much. God bless. Remember to visit us online at beastlife.com.
Join our free Facebook group, The Lion's Tribe, and connect with us across social at Beast Life Brand. Until next time, keep breaking chains and living powerful. Peace out. Peace out.